All right, we're already recording. So this is episode seven of the Disney culture, and it was Michael. Michael's joining us this time after taking a nice long nap the last time. <laughs> uh, my bad. That's my fault. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But this one, um, he's the one that initiated this one, too, because he was like, hey, there's kind of a lot to talk about, isn't there? Yes, there is. Um, too much. There's, there's all kinds of stuff going on. And we have, we even got news today as we record on uh, this Wednesday. Yep, we got some news today about some stuff uh, kind of going on. So the big one, of course, is the reopening of not only Disneyland, but every damn theme park. And truth be told, I recorded my regular podcast on Sunday. And we had talked about that a little bit and said, oh, Universal hasn't announced a date. The next damn day, <laughs> Universal said, here's our date. So I was like, of course, of course. Anthony knows that curse far too well. Record oh, yeah. something in the next day. Like, oh, here's the information you didn't. You were talking about in an extended segment that you didn't have an answer to. And now, now here it is. So that's what we have. Michael, do you happen to have that? Um, I know you put up a graphic that had all the dates for the parks. Do you have that or do you remember what they what they all are? No, not at the moment. Okay, let me look <laughs> I collected it half of it. Yeah, I collected half of it. But, I mean, pretty much everything is opening. Most of the everything that's done in a food festival, and maybe a week after the park will open. Everything else, you know, Magic Bound opening up, I would say April 3rd, because pass holders are doing it uh, for a day or two. Then you got Legoland having their own pass holders and April 1st to the 15th, then open to the public. Then you, what, you have obviously Universal. Everybody's waiting for that one. Disneyland, we want it early, but it ain't going to happen. Um, let me see what else we have. Uh, Belmont Park should be open up on April 1st. SeaWorld will probably open mid-May. Uh, their food festival lands near the end, beginning of May. So pretty much it's like you open early or you open once your your previous festivals are planned or over. So um, I Universal actually announced it as April 16th. So mm. we're, and that was just yesterday that they announced that. So we're about two weeks away and the tickets for that go on sale um, April 8th. Um, did you drop knots in there? I don't remember if you actually said knots or not. Knots hasn't announced nothing, but there was there ends of May. So I would say, like I said, right after their food festival, everybody probably get an announcement for the May's, like mid, mid-April, I would say. Yeah, so Disneyland, since we tend to focus on that a lot, is going to be April 30th. Um, still no ticket announcements at all about how that's going to work. I really can't imagine them not doing any kind of a reservation system because demand is just so damn high um, for it. I don't know. Can you see anything else other than that? Although the guidelines did come out, and the guidelines said that you could actually do walk-up tickets. Did you catch that in the guidelines that got released? It said you could actually do walk-up tickets. You didn't have to do a reservation type thing, but I still don't see that happening at Disney. It's suggested, correct? Uh, well, yeah, but again, just the demand for Disney would lead me to think that they're going to do some kind of a reservation like they did in Florida. The means are already there to. to do it. They, they know how to do it. You can't. So somebody in Michael's group today um, just put up, uh, so just a question. How many of you think you're going to go to Disneyland as much as you did before? And a bunch of people were like, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, damn, you got some money to play with? They probably didn't go as much as me. You're probably looking at two, three times a year for some of these people. But me having gone kind of almost every week and a couple of times during the week in the summertime, yeah, even though I'm frugal, <laughs> I can't afford that. 
<laughs> I can't afford to be doing that if we're not going to see a. Well, a huge why would price you do break. that anyways to pay per admission? You're not going to do that. That's the that defeats the. That's not the point of, of single admissions. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that until you have passes. So I mean, it's kind of a it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing to say. Well, I'm not going to go that much. If obviously you're not going to go that much because you have to pay per visit. Multiple people, not just myself. Right, exactly. So, so I mean, it's it, you know, it's it's like obviously whoever's going to go is going to be the people are going to go, and then they're probably not going to go for, again for a few months, if at all, until passes come back. You're going to get the people that are going to go to get it out of their system real fast. You know, get that, get that, get that uh, Ronto wrap, get that stupid uh, Monte Cristo, and then they're <laughs> going to get out of there, and then they're going to be like, all right, peace out, see you in a few months when uh, passes come back. So I was actually wondering about that because I've been talking about that. The the there's enough hype around it, and especially now that we're knowing it probably can open because Orange County is about to move to yours again, here in California to 25 percent capacity instead of 15. They probably will have the availability to do that. I mean, as near as I can figure, the hype is enough because if you put a reservation system in place to make it through summer completely. Like, there's enough hype to say, okay, I'm going to try to get my thing. I'll, I'll go through summer and figure that out. What happens in the fall? What happens in the fall when kids go back to school? For the most part, and Gina and I would know a little bit about this, but for the most part, next school year, whether it be regular K-12 education or even college, it's going to pretty much be full in person. It's yes. going to be really close to that, if not that. That's what everybody is talking about right now. Pfizer today announced that their vaccine is 100% efficient for kids 12 to 15. I and, saw that. And now they're looking, you know, from six months to 12, um, how efficient it is there. The trials are going for that. So we're going to see a return to normal for those that want to do that. And this is all all politics aside from any kind of vaccine passport or anything like that. That's just Go the way that Pfizer. we're Yeah, that's just the way that we're headed, where it, it's going to be that. But still in the guidelines that were released through all the tiers in California because there is no green tier given the clear 100% okay this thing's gone we're not I don't think we're going to see that for a while and everything still restricts to California residents how long do we go until they have to introduce some kind of a passport again to keep that revenue coming because if you're not going to get guests from out of town being San Francisco Bay Area Central California stuff like that if you're not having people from Arizona, Illinois, Texas, anywhere coming into California and being able, you can come to the hotel, I guess, if you wanted, but you can't get in the park. How long until you see, okay, we need this revenue to come in. Can we bring back a pass? I say we see something or we start hearing stuff before Christmas. I agree. That something is coming. I'd say if not that, it's, uh, it's after Christmas, it's January at the, at the, at the latest. Because, you know, January before 2005, actually January, spring of January through February, uh, March of 2005 was the last, or 2015 was the last time we had a real uh, off-season anyways. Right, Michael? Yeah, I would say. <laughs> so so uh, that would be probably the scenario you're looking at is if you actually look at a, a return to a traditional uh, off-season like we used to have. Then yeah, you guarantee that if not fall, but uh, definitely uh, after after the holidays for sure, uh, they have to get that passes back out there. Otherwise, you know nobody's you're not going to get the uh, the kind of uh, you know uh, pass through in the parks as you would from just ticket holders. 
Yeah, I, I I don't see that. I see that to my advantage because I still think <laughs> ha- having sunset the other ones, you know damn well the the payment plan is not coming back. That's not coming back. And we you can, love using that term, huh? Yeah, I just like <laughs> use sunset. Um, I don't know if the, any of you think this as well, but I think this could be the end of Grad Night or a huge restriction on grad night, like cutting it back even more. Cause they've been cutting it back little bits anyway. Cause those kids don't spend money. Hey, those kids don't spend money other than the ticket. So why not blame COVID and just say, Oh no, you know, we want to service our, our day guests uh, to do this and just say, we're, so we're not having grad night and then just kind of let it slip through the cracks and well, forget and more about of these it. Schools are not choosing Disney. It's too expensive. Fact, it's so expensive that there's a lot of schools like, Magic Mountain has given our kids so much more for the money that we switched to Magic Mountain. And then we were doing a senior activity day at Disney, but even that got too expensive. So now it was universal in Magic Mountain and Disney was already pricing. Them out. So yeah, this is just a really good opportunity for Disney to clean house. Not you know, it was bad at, at, by, at the point by the time, the last Grand Nights were, uh, they had up to what, like five different packages that mm-hmm. the schools could choose from mm-hmm. just because there was so many different options and so many different ways that they could either price them out or be like, well, here, here's your bare bones. Take it or leave it. Yeah. No, I think, uh, we are going to see some kind of an AP. I think we'll hear about something. I think at least before the end of the year. And I think it would be prime time if they wanted to dump Grand Night. Now is the time to do it. Call it COVID. Let some of the other parks have it. More of the guidelines that uh, we went over because the, the full guidelines kind of came out. Some interesting stuff. I want to get your thoughts. Uh, again, we didn't. We're not going to see any. We're not going to see any California resident in the theme park until probably about 2023. <laughs> like to be honest with you, I think that's as soon as we're going to see people from out of the state of California come to any of our theme parks. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm all right with that because I live in California, and we'll probably be able to take advantage of whatever pass holder. Uh, a program that Disney throws our way. But the other one was, and we talked about this on our last podcast, was the restrictions on the rides. So there was some bad, when you look back at it, there was some bad wording in what the state had released the first time, where we talked about, oh, you can't have anything indoors. That's not exactly what the guidelines actually said. But I looked back at the way it was worded and stuff, the news articles that we had looked at, as well as what the guidelines actually said, and it was kind of blurry, but what it turned out to be is that you couldn't be inside for, it has to be, well, at this point, 15% capacity might change with the tier change. We said that. Yes, but it, it's I brought not, it up. it's not, um, it's 15 minutes inside. Yeah. Right. I think you did actually bring it I up, but that's actually what it got it clarified. Based Joe. on the capacity plus time. Right. That was, uh, plus time only. Cause that's why I said, no, it was capacity plus time. Cause we talked about. Certain rides like uh, Alice in Wonderland and uh, other things that might qualify because they go in and out. Yeah. So ones that are going to have an issue uh, that come off to the top of my head are Pirates is going to have an issue because of how long the ride is. And Rise of the Resistance for how long that ride is because all of the queue for that ride is indoors. There's a very short period of time. uh, Same with Millennium Falcon. Yes. Yes, same with Millennium Falcon, but the the thing with Millennium and we'll see with Rise of the Resistance. Well, no, okay, I'll tell you the difference. Uh, having you, you didn't get a chance to ride Rise, had you? 
No, I okay. sadly. So what I have been with you writing Smuggler's Run. Um, yes. There is that large queue outside. Right. So, and then you've got that back area that was supposed to be the extension of Oga's in the back. So you so could have can bypass the interior queue. Is that what you're saying? Yes. If you bypass yeah. the interior queue, you could probably make that work, and it shouldn't be an issue. Rise is a little different. Now, Rise was built with the intent to have it be like a three-hour wait or something right. for that ride. So there's an extensive queue outside for Rise of the Resistance. Problem is, the ride itself is very long indoors. That's where the problem is. Depends on where you start. You have to start in the... Have you ridden Rise, Michael? Uh, no, but unfortunately, too many spiders. But if you start the time from when you enter the shuttle, you're over 15. Yeah. If you start from once you get inside a building, the show building itself, and start the process, because, you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to rush you in um, to the pod. It's not going to be like a maybe one or two people distance, but they're just going to push you in right away and then get the ride going. That's what I think. But yeah. it depends on where you time it. Yeah. If you time it from right there, from when you get in with Kylo, I think that's maybe 14 barely making the 15 but i know if you start from the shuttle from the outside that's past 15 but that's part of the ride yeah then if you yeah so if you come from the shuttle then it's over 15 there's but then again they had it in the warding and did the park block yeah so we will see it depends what they're going to do but the the show actually starts when you see ray and um, bb8 that's the first little show building. Then you do exit outside to get into the shuttle that you were talking about. Yeah. So they may be able to count that as a stoppage in the time. If they're inside, then they're outside, then they're inside again. So Disney may be able to try to find a loophole. And if anyone can find a loophole, it's the mouse. going to be tough to say because if I have seen stuff right, when you get into – now, Michael, you may help me help here because you've probably seen a little bit. Not Admiral Akbar, but the um, shoot, the species is gone for me. Admiral Akbar species is gone. Mon Calamari. Uh, Mon Calamari. So uh, when you get into the, the ship with the Mon Calamari, yeah, you do f- some kind of physical movement, don't you? Because you you enter. Yeah, the floor. The floor. Okay. A slow rotation. It's a slow rotation right there. So um, that's the beginning of the show. Yeah. You'd have to find a way to bypass that because that's a good two three minutes right there. And then the next time that door opens, which is the same door that you actually entered, that's where you go into the building with all those pictures of all the stormtroopers. But then again, we have to look at Walt Disney World because a lot of images of what we're going to expect is what we're looking at over there. And they pulled it off. But they don't have they don't have restrictions. restrictions. They don't have restrictions like California. Yeah, Florida might as well not have had restrictions. Yeah, they're so stupid over there and they weren't even enforcing shit half the time. Except for, well, I mean, cast members on enforcing and then getting punched or spit attacked, yeah. spit on. <laughs> May, yeah, maybe a little bit different. Let's not compare Florida to California at all. You're probably barely making that time, barely making that time, but you'd have to rush people through. You would have to find a way to rush people through that through that ride. And well, some, if the and, park opens, let's just say, what, is it 25 or 35? Uh, it's well, going to be probably 25 because right. we did, in Orange County, we did hit um, – Orange tier. So 25 would be like the old AP party, night party crowd, right? The capacity of that would be 25, right, Ratman? 
I mean, depending on what you, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, what, how many did you think was at a party? Ten thousand? Somewhere around there. Because I've I never, mean, I heard it twenty-five capacity, but I've never heard it reach that high. And there still was a lot of room walk-ons, and maybe that waited less well, than five minutes. Some some people have estimated capacity of Disneyland from anywhere from eighty to a hundred and five thousand. So. I mean, it depends on who you want to believe, because I originally heard 105,000, but um, yeah, I guess it depends. So, I mean, you're looking at basically 25% would be anywhere from 20,000, no, yeah, 20,000 to 25,000 would be quarter capacity, which is a lot of people, but it's, you know, probably like a, uh, just slightly under a uh, Halloween party. Which is not bad, especially when it was in Disneyland. No, as long as everybody's not trying to get their pictures taken with the same person. <laughs> That's all those AP parties were anyway. Those were the longest lines you would catch at an AP party was trying to get oh, a yeah. damn picture with Stitch or something. I know. I don't want everyone to have to bring up that uh, the, that villain's uh, queue. <laughs> right. Oh man. You know the one. You know the one. Um, going back to the to the the guidelines. Those were the ones that were there. I, I don't think I want to lend any credence to the stupid when everybody thought, oh, you can't scream on a ride. Uh, like, really? Oh, that's not even what it said. Like, you're reading into crap that's well, not there. But that's all clickbait. Like, you know, that was just to get people to click on the articles. But it came from the Japanese thing from eons ago because that's what Florida was talking about when Florida just opened, too. There was this whole thing about, you know, scream within your heart and all that baloney but nobody ever said that and nobody ever regulated that but it got everybody talking it got everybody clicking it did what it was supposed to do that organization even came out and released a statement that's basically said that's not what we said exactly like we said transmission is done through speaking screaming singing yelling but you're gonna have a mask on and you're supposed to keep your mask on so as long as you have a good mask uh, there you go uh, Disney, Disney's, I mean, you know, I've been to downtown Disney a few times and I would say the majority of people are adhering to the rules. Disney won't let people in if they're not wearing a proper mask. They try to get away with all those mesh mat, whatever. People want to bend rules. You know, I, Disney has been pretty good. Now, do you still catch people with their nose out or their mask off for a minute? Yeah, I was at downtown Disney and I watched this cast member get into it with these two women. I use that term a little loosely. They were an interesting duo, but he was going after them because they didn't want to put their mask on. Like he was, he was on it. Um, it was, I give him credit cause he didn't get paid enough for what he had to do. But I think Disney is going to be better. Like Disney's really good at kind of enforcing that to the best of their ability. And I think that the majority of people who will go will listen you know, you're never going to get 100% compliance, but Disney's good about kicking people out and never letting them back. So unless you have anything else to say about the guidelines, that's a good transition because I was actually just at downtown Disney the other day. And uh, I'll tell you what I did there unless anybody wants to bring anything up about the guidelines. I just want to say just to uh, throw it out there that I would have absolutely no problem if uh, Disneyland required a uh, vaccine passport. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, so I did. I went to downtown Disney the other day um, on Monday, the very beginning of my spring break. And I had decided, um, first of all, this was the first time that I was actually able to hang out 
with my brother for an extended period of time uh, as we're both fully vaccinated now and the risk to everybody that we were concerned about is now super low. So we decided to take my kids, my nephew, and uh, my, my brother all in the same vehicle. Hasn't happened yeah. in a year. Uh, to go do the egg hunt, the egg extravaganza at uh, in downtown Disney. It's the first time that he had been to downtown Disney. I had kind of tried to get him to go at Christmas time because I know I've talked about I've gone several times here, but he was just a little, I don't know, man, numbers are starting to get high again. So he kind of backed out on me, which is fine. Um, but we did. We went and uh, we checked out. Uh, I got there, parked on the harbor side, of course. There's no other way. Park on the harbor side. It's the best deal you can do. The line on that side um, it was a couple of switchbacks on the harbor side so it wasn't that bad they started to let us in and go through security a few minutes before 10 so we got through the uh, security just after 10 i said i'm gonna hightail it to the star wars store because i had not seen the star wars store yet so i hightailed it from one end of downtown disney all the way to the other because i wanted to avoid the long line and the parking on the uh, other side over by the hotels and got in line it really wasn't too long the cast member kind of said 30 minute wait I looked at my brother, looked at the line, said this is not a 30-minute wait, uh, not even 15, to actually get in the store. Anthony is right. They just kind of used the very beginning uh, of that store. It looked cool. All the stuff they they uh, they had, the decor and stuff, looked cool. Um, but it was really small. And a lot of the merchandise is the same merchandise that you can find in Batu. Uh There wasn't a whole lot of uh, new different stuff. But I wanted to see it. I got myself uh, – um, I'm going to wear it at work. You'll see it this week, Gina. I bought one of those um, – I'll call him Baby Yoda or Grogu, Gogurt, as she refers Go-Gurt. to him. Gogurt. He's Go-Gurt. He's so one, cute. One of the little shoulder ones. Oh, how cute. I bought that, so I figured I'd wear it in class this week um, behind my thing. So the kids on the computer see it and the kids in front of me see it. I bought one of those. Anthony asked for that sipper last time we had talked, so I did get the sipper. Uh, they had those. Most, every, most everything else was the same kind of stuff they had, but it was nice to see. It was nice to see all this stuff that, like, oh wow, man, I kind of missed this going in and wandering around, uh, but you in and doing that. So we did that, checked it out. Of course, we bought a couple things. Um, came out. They have race speeder outside, so you can get a photo op with uh, race speeder. That's outside. Then decided to do the egg hunt. There's a dozen eggs hidden all over. The different stores in downtown uh, Disney. So we bought our map. They're eight bucks a piece. Um, <laughs> I bought all six of them, Anthony. I bought wow, all six those, of them. Uh, those went up in price uh, significantly. Weren't they five bucks? At I one think time, they Michael? were five or six dollars. <laughs> they they were five bucks for a couple of years, and then Disney's I think last year make it was like Dr. six Rona bucks. Money. <laughs> I don't know wow, how much you can for a see map. here. Oh, they, they're cute. They are, I think, actually a little bit bigger. Than the previous ones, I think it, it is a little the bit same. bigger. Um, no, I have some of the other ones. I think it's slightly bigger. This looks yeah. like one of the regular plastic eggs like you'd buy at Walmart, same size wise. So they're cute. They've got uh, Mickey and Minnie in their little spring outfits, and then Donald and Daisy in the same, and then Chip and Dale are the are the rest of them. So they've got those. Uh, we hunted them all. My kids always have a good time doing that. It's a tradition. We've been doing that for years. I'd wear them out because we'd go do both parks in one day. <laughs> I've never actually done the downtown Disney one because there was always one in, in Disneyland, one in California Adventure, and one in downtown. We're walking all over one park and then the other to do that. By the time we were done with that, kids were tired. Like, you don't want to do the downtown Disney one? No, Dad. <laughs> okay. So 
Um, we didn't. And it's the same eggs, but I wanted to find them in both parks. And then the Small World set, I actually got that too. Um, it's right here, the Small World set. And I'll put up some pictures. I should put them online. But it's pretty cute. They had they had these two, so uh, I bought those. La- the last time they had a egg hunt in Disneyland, it was Haunted Mansion. So I was all about that one. But I thought this set looked cute, and it's a Small World. So they got one that has the clock on it. So I was like, damn it. I kind of have to have that. So I did get that. Uh, we did that. Um, we stopped and got a, a, you know, you have to space yourself out to even find something to eat. So if you sit down and you're trying to eat or drink, you find a spot to do that. A lot of the restaurants, honestly, we were there. And if I wanted to eat in downtown, just like a full meal, could have done it. It wouldn't have been a bad thing. Any of the Disney type properties, that was going to be a, a, a chore. But if I wanted to go to Tortilla Joe's or Napolini or any of that, like the pizza place, Uva Bar, it was not going to be a problem getting CD. It wasn't. It yeah, wasn't we walked bad. into Tortilla Joe's. There was no waiting when I went because I went downtown Disney a couple weeks ago, and Tortilla Joe's was delicious. I it just, did. Like, it did get a little bit busier because, like, I walked into the confection uh, confectionery um, to get some cookies because I got got to have those Mickey Mouse cookies. But then when I came out, by the time I came out, um, there was a, a line of you know three or four people. Like most of the, even to get into World of Disney, we weren't even in line five minutes. Like it's such a big store. I got the first thing when it opened. We were there till about one, and had stopped for a snack and a drink and stuff like that. Not a problem. It's really not. Most people are compliant. I did see that Gina was talking about cast members telling. Yeah, I saw cast people, cast members reminding people, and there was nothing, nothing crazy. They just walk by somebody and see some. Hey, excuse me, sir, you're supposed to have this or that. Or I actually saw some little girls who were walking by eating an ice cream cone or something, and the cast member kind of asked them, "Oh, who are you with?" Oh, so, okay, walk up to the mountain. They're supposed to be sitting down if you're doing it. Okay. So people just pulled over in a spot that was available and finished their stuff. And I took a picture in front of the gates at Disneyland. And the, I guess the lady behind us, her mask was under her nose. And the cast member was talking to us. And then all of a sudden, excuse me, ma'am. Yeah, you have to have that over your nose. Thank you. And that was it. So, I mean, super safe place Hello. to be. Um, it, I spent more money than I should have, as always. <laughs> but I had a discount. Wow, they let me have my discount. And I asked about that because did you see that email about, oh, you have to – the pass doesn't work itself anymore. They want it in the app. So it loaded in my app. I I thought I had read that I needed both, but they just needed to see my pass, the app on the app, and my ID. And that's all they needed. And then told me, see, it expires here on the 30th of April, but once past that, they're basically going to let you continue to get your discount. So something else will load in there. Because they want you to spend money there. Of course. <laughs> I swear she told me until they announce a new pass holder thing. That's what she told me. She My husband bought My a shirt from the Star Wars place because we went in. Um, I really <coughs> like those dolls that look like they're handmade. Like those things are super cool. But what am I going to do with a stuffy? Like my dog would eat it. But my husband bought a couple of shirts and – I wasn't paying attention. And of course, one of them is hand wash only. So now I get to wash his shirt in the sink because it has rubber on it and like a sewn like metal piece on it. So it's not even like I can get away with throwing it in a laundry bag and throwing it in the washing machine. Like it is a true hand wash only shirt. No, and of no. course, it's his new favorite shirt. So I'm like, I'm going to teach you how to do this. I don't even <laughs> buy mugs at Disneyland because they're all hand wash. Oh, it- <laughs> 
I, I like I can handle a lot of things, but I got a very busy life. I don't have time to be like hand washing a Disney Imperial shirt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it the one that has the little uh, does it have the, the little, little rubber thing yeah. on it, like right here? <laughs> like yeah, chiclets? of course. <laughs> it's cool. It's a cool shirt, but like it is, it is a true hand wash only shirt. So I'm like, you're gonna wear this like five times, so don't stink it up because I'm not washing it. <laughs> Hey, so I, uh, speaking of, we're going to, this, here's a good transition for you. So I was there on a touch of Disney day and, um, I was too, people were coming up and it wasn't, again, it wasn't too bad. And I, I missed the line that, that, uh, you know, where, where people gather in the Esplanade. But when I went to go take my, my picture in front of the gates of Disney, cause they, they opened that up, they took the, the rope down cause they want us walking on that side. Cause they gather everybody in the Esplanade to enter to the gates of DCA. So we're there, and yeah, some lady strolled up, uh, like, is this the way to get inside? And the, the cast member was just like, no, ma'am, Disneyland doesn't even open until April 30th. And she says something about the touch of Disneyland. Oh, that's a, that's a California adventure right across the way here. And the lady had no idea. She completely had no idea that it was even in a completely different park. I'm like, how do you not, you got tickets for this and you don't even pay attention to that? I just found it a little like, that's a little weird. Okay. Like, how do you not know? That. How many, how many Facebook groups have you been a part of? Yeah, Michael. Say. I mean, I I <laughs> know, but how like, how many literal people have we met? Have you met in person ooh. that are that stupid? Come on, I, it Dan. just was like, come man, on, Dan. But you knew what you were buying, like I guess. But I, I guess I, like, I what, what time is I the three o'clock parade? Pay attention. Yeah, like don't. I really feel that. Some people just were like, Disney, and I've been inside for a year. Just buy it, do it. Like, let's just go. And because I would love to go to certain, like, some of the theme parks when they open, but there's no way I'm going to try to fight for a reservation to something on day one. So there was an article, and I can't remember if it was the LA Times or what. Um, it was an op ed piece, but that basically said, oh my God, it's going to be impossible to get tickets for Disneyland opening day. But well, you know, all the vloggers are going to take, they're, they're all on like robo calls to try to get in. I, I don't think I would want to go on D- to Disney on opening day. I mean, I think you'll eventually be able to get tickets for one or two of the days, but I don't want to deal with like, I saw everybody and what they dealt with to try to get tickets to a touch of Disney. I don't want to go through that. Like I have other things to do. I would rather go yeah, it's called work. and just not deal with that. <laughs> Yeah, I just it's crazy. Like the wheel of death. And then they you were waiting in line virtually for hours. Some people only waited five minutes and were able to get tickets right away. Some people were waiting hours and couldn't get any tickets. Like, I just I don't know, I got time for that. But it would be <laughs> nice if Disney had a different way of doing it, because I just don't think that the way they have it is efficient, but they know they can do whatever they want. So <laughs> people, uh, does he do something do efficient? Right. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I almost feel like sometimes they have the best intentions and think, okay, we have the capacity to handle this. And then they're still overwhelmed by how many people actually want to try to do it. Cause that and seems to be what happens. Them. It shouldn't surprise them. No, I just want to look at them and go, bless your heart. But how do you not know this? I think, you, how have you, how do you not know that this is going to be crazy? Whoever's in charge of that needs to be like, this is what we have. Okay. You think we'll get there? No. Okay. We should probably double it then. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it should be. Double whatever you have. Cause you know, it's going to be like that. Speaking of which, um, you did boysenberry. No, I did. Let's, I did do boysenberry. Let possible. us know what happened. Um, it was a good time. I don't, I think 45 is, I think 40 was the price point. 
So now they're charging 45. They're not sold out as much as they were before. I think 45 is was a little much for a little rich for some people's blood. I will be honest, the food wasn't as good as some of the other ones I've been to. I I almost felt like some of it was haphazard or they were like, "Oh, well, you know, they'll just do it at this it point." It really was. Um, yeah, it just some of it was delicious and it was the best, you know, it was it was great. Um, like they stepped up their alcohol game at Knott's. The some of the alcoholic drinks they offered were spot on. It was delicious. Um, I think that there was maybe um a problem with consistency with their food because some like I went and got something and then later we got it again and it just it the quality wasn't the same. So I think quality control could have been a little bit better. Um, but in terms of like compliance with masks and social distancing, again, my husband and I, we want to we were joking. If we started a YouTube channel, it would be called we open parks because that's what we do. We do not close. We get there early. We leave early. Um, so we didn't really have an issue too much with, um, kind of the craziness of it, but it was a really good time. Um, but taste of boysenberry was good. I don't think it was their best. I think Halloween was their best and Christmas. Cause I got to go to Christmas before they shut it down again. Um, I think that was second. Um, but I think taste of boysenberry was, it was all right. Halloween was good. Yeah. Um, the one where I had them two sausages. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody's talking about while you're bringing up that. And I'm going to talk to Michael in a minute about SeaWorld. Um, and I still, bro, the irony of eating fish at SeaWorld is not lost on me, but okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I always say that every time I'd be like, I told somebody the first time I went there, I was like, why are you eating fish at SeaWorld, yo? And I was just tripping out. And then I think the second time I got my pass, I, I've been craving like fish and chips big time. And I was like, I didn't get a chance to go anywhere. San Diego, so I said, fuck it, I'm going to get it at SeaWorld, yo. And that shit was bomb, yo. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, then, is, and by that logic, should you only eat vegetarian at uh, the wild, at the uh, safari park and the zoo? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they have no chickens, so I think you're okay if you eat chicken. <laughs> I mean, right, but they, but or they cows. got poultry, they got poultry of some sort. I mean, you got ostriches, big-ass ostriches, and, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I, I did the last time when I get, I did, I only get with the pretzel, so I saved some life. <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna say, and then I'll let you talk about uh, about your experience at SeaWorld, was, um, did you see that a lot of people that were went to the Touch of Disney, the actual food itself, they were saying that you only got like three items for your twenty five dollars worth of credit, and isn't that what what we said? Like, how much is twenty five dollars gonna actually buy you in food? Not a whole lot. <laughs> I, multiple people, multiple posts. Well, Twenty-five dollars doesn't groups. go that far at Disneyland. I mean, Not if for you're, food, if you're no. getting a, and that's if you're getting a full, uh, if that's if you're getting a full um, portion. I mean, because you know, like people, because I'd like to. What was the portion on the uh, Monte Cristo that they gave? It is half a sandwich. Half of a sandwich. I mean, Monte Cristo is pretty big to begin with. So half right. a sandwich is is to some people would be a lot of food. Uh, I don't like Monte Cristo personally, but if I did, that wouldn't uh, that would be you know a pretty good bite. But I mean, 
Especially, I mean, I, as long as you don't have to share with anybody. But I don't know. I mean, I guess. I mean, you know how it is. I mean, you're not paying for much. I mean, the portions that uh, food and wine have slowly gone down while the prices have gone up. So, I mean, (laughs) uh, what do you really expect? (laughs) That's one thing I will say about Knott's is that they continued to have large portion sizes through all of their tasting events. So, like, you did not leave hungry. Uh, If anything, you left with, you know, uh, Tupperware taking some of it home. Eric um, kept taking to-go boxes. I've seen pictures. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I'll give them that. Like, I'll give them the fact that their portion sizes were well worth it. You still got the same amount of tastings. You got, like, five um, for the money. Uh, and their drink sizes, even their tasting sizes, like, I got a Cosmopolitan. It was a it was a nice-sized drink. Like, And then uh, we got the carne asada pizza, and it was a nice si- slice of pizza. You didn't feel like deprived it didn't seem like it was a teeny little portion um so i it was uh like when you got the dip and dots which in my opinion the dip and dots was the best thing at boysenberry festival which is kind of depressing <laughs> but it was it was so good and you got like a a full size of it so i'll give them that i'll give knots that for sure and it was great that they had live entertainment Crazy Kirk and the Hillbillies, they're kitschy. I love them. They were live, and it was great. It was so great to see live music again. The former Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Defectors. Well, they got you. fired. Hold on. They got fired. Yeah. I know. No, no. Fired. I'm making a joke. I'm yeah. making a joke. No, I, I, I was sad about that. I was sad about that because that used to yes. be – on on those warm days, you'd be like, "We're gonna go catch Billy Hill and the Hillbillies." Why? Because we're gonna be inside the Golden. Yeah, uh, no, that horseshoe. was unprecedented when they got when they got canned. Yeah, that, that was, was bad. That, that was, was uh, that you was knew that was ass. the beginning of the end of entertainment, and then it was literally the end of entertainment. So maybe 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 Disney was doing them those them all a favor by uh, letting all these all the entertainment go before COVID even happened. Uh, I don't know. You know. Um, the last D23 that I went to, the one that didn't get canceled, they remember they, they had touted Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, and it was all yeah. like the secondary players. Like, it was not Kirk Wall. It was all, no. the, all the secondary players. And we're like, that's all the, like, that's the B squad of, <laughs> of Billy Hill and the Hillbillies looking at those guys. I'm like, that's not the original crew. I was like, that's, that's, that's kind of, that's defecting from Knots because I think they were working at Knots by then. Um, I thought that was kind of funny though. What what I had said, what I had said when um, you had to step away for a second was that that twenty five dollars that Disney gave you didn't go very far, as far as food. And that's what I saw a bunch of people talking about. But like, I saw people that enjoyed like the fact that the games were free and Mm -hmm. that there were some photo experiences. But there were quite a number of people who were like, this was just ass. Like this was a this was not worth what you paid for it. And yeah, we kind of went insane. That hey, I'm not sure this is going to be worth what you're paying for it. So I didn't bother to try. Um, but if you had, a, if people had a good time, that's great. But I knew twenty five dollars of food was not going to go far. You were going to spend way more. And I'll be damned if people weren't there for the entire eight hours. They were, and you know, I thought Disney did it interesting because if you wanted from the booths, you could go to one booth and wait in line for five hundred years, know exactly <laughs> what you wanted. Tell them what you wanted, prepay for what you want, then hold your receipt all day, go to all of the booths, and they would highlight what you got. And then you didn't have to wait in the secondary 
booth line, you could just go to the pickup window. I thought that was an interesting way to do it. Yeah, people um, about that too. I'd be afraid of them pretending that you already got your food or doing something <laughs> stupid or I don't know. I just I would be too nervous doing that. I would be concerned that I would lose the receipt because I lose everything because I have lovely ADHD and I can't remember anything in my life. So. I mean, I am meticulously <laughs> organized in my pockets, so I probably wouldn't lose it. But I just might be more worried about them being stupid because, you know, there's uh you know, I'm not going to say that uh, cast members are always lying to you, but mm, some of them are stupid. <laughs> Having worked at Knott's Berry Farm in foods... It's an interesting place to be. I worked funnel cake by the log ride and that was the busiest funnel cake in the nineties. And man, <laughs> that was a tough gig. Let me tell you, <laughs> some of my coworkers were interesting. I mean, in our defense, most of us were in our late teens. So I don't know a lot of kids who aren't, you know, a little, <laughs> little off in their late teens. <laughs> Especially that worked fast food. Oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> as somebody who worked with a lot of twenty-something-year-olds uh, at Universal Studios uh, nigh on twenty years ago, uh, I definitely could attest to the fact that uh, you know, to working with those people and <laughs> yes, yes, well, it's you know, very you're interesting. Minimum wage. You're at an amusement park. You're sling yeah. like I was slinging waffle batter like. <laughs> We weren't exactly we weren't exactly looking at this as like this is my future career and I'm gonna do the best I can. <laughs> you know, it's funny there's people who I worked with that are still there. Oh, I believe it. So that's <laughs> So we already gave Michael uh some shit for eating fish at SeaWorld, but what what was what did SeaWorld have, man? I really I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't pay attention too much into what's going on outside of our general area. So what what was it that you went to and what went down? Um, obviously, you know, every year around this time, they have their own food festival called the Seven Seas. Um, it's just pretty much just like every other theme park. If I compared it compared to Disneyland and Knott's and what I've seen at Universal, I would say it's in between. Uh, they have their moments and portions, and then they have their little Disneyland-sized portions as well. Um... Due to the pandemic, some normally there'll be a lot more food and options, um, and probably due to you know restrictions, I noticed that a lot of food is already pre-made super early. Um, they, were, they had supposedly a sushi roll. Uh, we got it pretty early, and the ice, the rice was frozen hard, and it was probably like maybe like a 17 year old that made it, <laughs> and it was the worst thing I ever had in my life. Uh, but Overall, the food was pretty decent, you know what I mean? Uh, for pass holders, you know, uh, the lanyard can uh, would assist of uh, 10 slots for 60 bucks, or you can get 15 for 75. If you're a pass holder and you get the 75, uh, you choose the 15, you get three extra tabs for free. So we were rocking 18. It was uh, me, my girl, uh, my oldest daughter, and my youngest daughter. And by the time we were there almost the whole park, and by the time, let me see, I would say around 6 o'clock, um, we had two tabs left over out of 18, which we did pretty good. We were pretty full. 
Um, we had the options of to go at their little booth everywhere, just like at Disneyland or Knott's. Or they had certain selections inside their own restaurants where you can use the tabs as well. Uh, the one thing that uh, people love about SeaWorld is that with your tabs, you can just say, okay, I'm going to buy 10 tabs and I'm going to buy 10 different alcohols. And there's no limit on that. You can go and just go get drunk around SeaWorld and you're good to go. Oh, and one of the tanks. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the drinks were pretty good. Some were strong. Some were just like, it felt watered down. Or the, the whoever was mixing it wasn't mixing it properly. Um, beyond that, it was a when I went was this past Friday, which was the first day of their spring break. Uh, little things opened more and more as we have indoor attractions uh, finally opened, uh, which that can be a mess in the afternoon. Which actually there's like 30, 40 to 50 minute waits for some of these indoors, and there's times where not a lot of people are spread out. They look pretty on people's butts. Um, some of the lines for the food actually went pretty fast. There are some people that, you know, walk around with a mask under their nose. And there's some that look privileged that they'll just walk around, the whole family. Everybody just has a mask around their ears hanging off or hanging it on a lanyard or just they just don't have it at all. Um, a lot of times, not people enforcing it. Uh, you do get those ones that are, you know, on the books, uh, more leads, uh, go and tell somebody. But like, let's just say during the show, you can tell that there's some people just have it off and you have the employees on the side just chit-chatting it through the whole show. Nobody walking around, but they're holding a sign saying that you're supposed to have your mask during the whole show. And they're slowly walking by every so often uh, presenting that sign. But you see half the crowd not even wearing masks. Um Beyond that, it's a good event, you know what I mean? It's something different. Uh, you know, you got to do things on the outside. Uh, the food was great. The drinks were great. Crowds were good. Uh, like I said, a lot of families. And basically, spring break is here because it is getting packed more and more. Uh, same as uh, Safari and the uh, San Diego Zoo. So wherever you're going, I, I don't know. So far, I've seen uh, crowds popping up. I don't know if you've seen it at Downtown Disney or not. But, yeah, I was noticing it's being a little bit busy. I fully anticipated the weekend to be, um, and in fact, somebody I know that works at uh, in downtown was saying, oh, Monday was expected to be busy. It wasn't that bad. I didn't run into anybody, didn't notice that anything was any was any crazy. I told you I saw some cast members, you know, reminding some people here and there, but n nothing bad. So I was going to ask you, so the, the, they have shows going on at SeaWorld, yeah? Uh, they do have pretty much um, three shows. They have the Sea Lions, they have the Dolphins, and they have the Orca Show. Mm -hmm. um, they just presented uh, pretty much like a show for kids where they bring out animals, and you have uh, uh, Elmo and Abby coming out with Big Bird later on. Um, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, they, once they opened the indoors, all the uh, pretty much more shows started to happen. But ever since they labeled it as a zoo, they were able to do shows. Every other row has uh, red stickers. And in between, either like in one row, you could have two stickers on the side and the center gap. If you skip a row, you have the stickers in the center and on the sides that you're able to see. So everything is spaced out pretty good. But when you get some late bloomers, they'll try to sit wherever you want and not pay attention to the red strip and things can cause like that. But the shows have been going on since actually last year. So the indoor stuff is stuff like the penguins and um, where all the, the sharks. sharks are at. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
yeah, those were excluded for a while, you know, especially um, last year. They didn't open up, uh, mostly because of the, their tier system. But like I said, as soon as uh, we hit into red, they were allowed. And so as soon as Friday hit, that was the first day that the indoor attractions were open. Well, that's cool. That's cool that you got to do that and they're, and they're doing stuff. The food sounded like it was just okay. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hit and miss, you know. It, 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 like, you can tell with a lot of people posting and videos, like, ooh, something looks good. But mostly, like, out of, like, let's just, just say they have 150 plus items, including alcohol. Mm-hmm. I probably got, like, around 10 of the same thing. I had the, the barbacoa tacos. We had, like, six <laughs> of those suckers. That's how good it was. So, and then we had to go for the lobster, white white cheese lobster, uh, mac and cheese. But we had that twice. So there's just stuff you had to come back to. Some of it just hey, didn't hey, though, good. though, was it better than Baker's barbacoa? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. <laughs> I was gonna ask him. If we took the lobster from the tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny because every time I post videos, it does like. Three big crabs, and then there's a lobster, another one. I'm like, Dad, I can't wait to eat that food. And then some people are like, why are you going to eat them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, that food is good right there. <laughs> big Dungeness. <laughs> um, today, the news broke today. Did you guys see this? That uh, the Blue Bayou is now going to yeah. be able to sell alcoholic drinks. Yep. Uh, I'm not surprised, but I'm just not. Just the next step. Next step yep. long, then next, uh, you know, we're, we're within five years of people walking around Disneyland with, with, uh, with drinks. Until Pretty I said, much. until I, I said like something, until I said something, it didn't even dawn on me that, um, Oga's had the alcohol and, uh, I have partaken in quite a few <laughs> alcoholic I drinks quite a few, from, but from I have Oga's. partaken there. Uh, I mean, it's going to be the same thing, most likely. Yeah. You're going to have to drink it in there. You're not going to be able to walk out with it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's part of your, it's going to be part of your, your dinner and you can drink it. I do like that it's a hurricane. It better be a good hurricane. If it's a shitty hurricane, <laughs> I'd be, I would be mad, but I would really be willing to try it because I have heard hurricanes in, in New Orleans. So they have a lot to live up to, uh, especially since they ruined the mint julep. Many, uh, a few years Aww. ago, so I mean, uh, I, I I'm not gonna have that much hope for it being good, but I will try it because it is something I like. Yeah, it's 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 this is the second step. This is it. I mean, it was always that that Club Thirty Three uh tab was it, but you know it was it was it was private, so it didn't count. It was upstairs. It was out of sight, out of mind. It didn't count. Ogas, it's hidden in the it's hidden in the cantina. You could pretend it's not there. It doesn't come outside. This is going to be another example. It's it's going to be hidden, but it's going to be more accessible. More people are going to be. I, I bet the more common person will go into Blue Bayou and eat in there than will go into Oga's Cantina. So it, yeah. it's it's making it more real. And then the next step will be, uh, I don't know, probably some other sit down place. But it's going to slowly make its way outdoors. And then that's when it's, I don't know, then that's when you're just, it's, it's greed and you're, you're, then you're finally, then you're making Walt turn in his grave. I was gonna, I was trying <laughs> to find a damn way to throw that out for you. I have been sitting here listening to you. That was only a half rant. That really wasn't all that good. But, uh, sitting here listening to it, going, how can I throw in Walt's gonna roll over in his grave for this one just for him? You're welcome, Dan. <laughs> I was you're waiting welcome. for it. 
Uh, we I was live in a vastly different society than Walt did. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of mommy culture uh, start, cycled around drinking and um, not that it's healthy, uh, but there's a lot of people like when I used to go to Disneyland, uh, wow, a long time, like a decade ago, we used to joke that we would get on the monorail and go to liquor land and we would go to one of the like go to the hotel, the hotel and have yeah. a drink. And then come back, right? Because there's no yeah, alcohol I, uh, at Disney. We all know what you're talking about. You're all talking about the neon cactus. We've been there. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like, it was almost an event. Like, it was like, oh, hey, like, let's take a break from the park. You're let's right. Let's go on the monorail. Let's go have a drink. And then we'll come back. And it's totally cool. And it's not that big of a deal. I personally like the Blue Bayou. I mean, obviously, for the ambiance, it's the food is, it's fine. Uh, but, I mean, I wouldn't put it at, like, a top star restaurant, but it's good food. I like the atmosphere. Um, it would be nice to be able to sit in there and have a drink while people scream at you to throw them rolls from the boat. Like, I mean, good times. See, we'll throw them hurricanes from the I, boat. I, I thought go. she was going to say the wine drinkers who pretend they're not alcoholics. That's oh, what I thought she was going too. for that one. All these wine uh, drinkers are just going to pretend they're not alcoholics. Okay. You know, um, right. I, I mean, but we all know that those aren't the people that I'm talking about. No, so, no, no. I no. mean, you can pretend all you want, but yeah, no, it's not the wine drinkers that are going to be the problem. We, we know who the problem people are. It's the people that's always been the problem. It's the people that are the problem at Magic Mountain because there's alcohol is flowing. It's people well, that have been problems at. Farm. Yeah, Nosbury Farm, the times that Universal has tried it. I mean, uh, I, I'll tell stories to this day about, uh, about uh, Halloween Horror Nights uh, 1990. Eight and uh, uh, yeah, that was a debacle because they were selling bones of alcohol. If you know what a bone is, how big it is? No, big, bigger than that. No, they were bigger than that. Well, for the yard, fit it in the screen. That's how big they were. And they made it two nights, and then they had five fights, and yeah, they were done with it. So killer, yo. Hey, it's those margaritas <laughs> you get in Vegas. It's that size. Yeah, you know, dude, they were like bigger than the girls. We didn't have alcohol and it was like our saloon. I worked in a saloon and I was 17 years old because all we served was pickles, popcorn and soda. Um, And I, I mean, I could definitely tell the difference between a park that is selling alcohol and a park that isn't like you can tell the difference. Um, uh, Same with like SeaWorld. When you go to SeaWorld and they have all of the the beer and and people are drinking there and wonder why some of the people are cool or the wine some people are cool when they drink and they get like really happy and a lot of people don't and then they're the ones that have issues and my thing is it's like you know these people who work in amusement parks having been one are not paid enough to deal with drunk idiots at a park and like Disney's great because they do ban people from their park and you're never stepping foot again. And they have ways of making sure you don't. Um, and there's stories of people who have gotten banned for life, but a lot of these places don't. And I, I don't know, like personally in my family, we don't drink if, if you're in charge of the kids. So like Disney is not where they're, if we have kids with us, we're not drinking at Disney. It's just cause we're there for the kids. So well, also, know. every one of us knows someone who's part of that Cove Bar life. So, I mean, we all know what those those people are like. Right, Michael? <laughs> Do I? They're still there drinking <laughs> at the Taste of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and hey. I think, like, if 
if you're going and you're having one drink or two drinks, like you're not the problem, obviously. It's just who's like, I want to meet the mindset of somebody who's going to go to an amusement park and plop $300 down to get drunk and party with Shamu. Like, who are you? <laughs> just just it's way cheaper to get drunk at home or go to a bar. I I just it's different. It's like a different mindset. You know, a beer if, too is if one you thing. Go to the I'll, I'll, lounge I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> you could get your answer to that question if you ask that same question of people who go to sports games. Yeah. Well, I but I think no, 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 no. It's, it's the even same a thing. little bit different than uh, a theme park. You know, I don't know. Like when I go to I a sports know, game, no, it, I don't want to deal with drunk people either, but. To me, like, it's a different vibe. Like, I don't know. I'm not going. Who's like, you know what I want to do? I want to get wasted on $20 Hurricanes and then go meet Stitch. Like, I get tripping and go into an amusement park. I know people who've done it. Um, but they're usually doing that at home and then going there. I just, $20 drinks at Disney to go meet Lilo. <laughs> well, th- these two are Dodger fans, so they know what that uh, has like. Having yeah. been to well, plenty no, of Dodger it's that games, also, and I had to, <laughs> I had to sit and read all of the and listen to all the comments of people when they banned uh, alcohol at uh, uh, USC Trojan games at the Coliseum a few, a few years back, and all <laughs> people crying, all the SC alumni crying about how they can't go to their football game without their beer. And oh no, it's the end of the world. I can't enjoy it. Yeah, no, I've had to listen to all those people crying about how they can't enjoy what they're something because they can't have alcohol. And to those people, I say, grow the hell up. What I was gonna say is, is um, DCA was meant because it is kind of more of an adult park where it was mm-hmm. when it opened. Um, walking around with the drinks up until Oga's. That wasn't a thing. I believe wasn't Oka's limited too. I think Oka's was limited to how many drinks you could actually have, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. You could only order. I think it was two. You only have two drinks because your time was limited there too. You, oh, yeah, it was only that. It was, yeah, you were limited because of the amount of time you can spend there. Wait, I, I don't know if it, it was. I think you were allowed. Was it two drinks or were you allowed there to be an hour? I think you were allowed to be an hour, but I think it was only two drinks. Michael, do you have any forty-five minutes? Do you have any recollection of how many drinks? drinks? I think there was a drink limit too, though. Uh, I think it was two. Yes. Yeah, the the, the dr- drink limit didn't mean shit if you got the rank or uh, tooth flight. Yeah. No, and I, <laughs> and I I get that I get that, but you have to imagine that it's going to be the same in the Blue Bayou. Oh yeah. You, of you, you you said oh we're five years away from this happening walking around. Yeah, but it's not yet. So you have to oh. you have to imagine yes you can have a glass of wine you can have a beer with your with your meal. Um, and another drink, and that's about it. Yeah. You, you can't do They're that. They're not because... going to give you a time limit. They're, your time limit is how long it takes you to eat. Yes. But there there will be a, probably a drink limit, yes. Yeah, I would imagine that. So it isn't... I, would, I wouldn't even be surprised at some point down the road, and they would be stupid if they didn't introduce a uh, an alcoholic mint julep, because it would be stupid for them not to. That would be so I was so actually delicious. thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> because it or seems like... Whip. It seems like the, yeah, yeah, alcoholic, the dole alcoholic dole whip, dole whip yeah. we're, 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 it's one step closer to the alcoholic dole whip. Probably you'll find the alcoholic dole whip in the blue bayou first. Uh, it's not really the place for it, or they'll figure out a way to have it at the can, at the, uh, at the, um, the little 
bar thing that they built over there by uh Alanzo It has been so long the I can't even remember. Yeah, that, yeah, there you go, the hideaway. Tropical hideaway. Yeah. yeah it has been so long since I've been there. The names of places are escaping me. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. That's just sad that I'm like, what's the name of that place? It's been it's been yeah, old, yo. in, in fairness, in fairness, that place was new, so I think I've only been over there twice. Oh so. no, I've been there did... multiple times. But I was there at the park, you know, quite often. Um I don't have a problem with it, honestly. I don't have a problem with them serving alcohol there with the meal and I think it's gonna be really like okay, your time and the number of drinks. You can limit the number of drinks that you enjoy with your meal and that's fine. You know, the it's the ambiance and ogas like yeah, I may branch out a little bit, but if you think about it, Boo Bayou is really a contained place. So that's a safe place for you to do that because it really is a contained a contained place. If you introduce that with Michael's fried chicken, that's an entirely different story. Where we're gonna have that over on Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have it over there with the fried chicken on Main Street, then that's an entire different story of how they could deal with that. No, what's an entirely different story is I don't know if you guys saw under the announcement for the Blue Bayou thing, this I I paused to call it a corn dog. Oh. It's a panko covered corn dog, but there's a pickle inside. There's a hot dog inside the pickle, and then there's corn dog, and then there's panko. And if that isn't bad enough, they serve it with a side of peanut butter. That's a no. Oh. I'm sorry. And I love pickles, and I love peanut butter. I'll even like panko, but we're gonna have to say no to that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to shame anyone's food choices, so if you love it, get on with your bad self. Uh, but I'm gonna, it's going to be a hard pass for me. My that arteries are hard even thinking about it. Right? <laughs> that's yeah, this is. Is some, this is some fair shit. Yeah, that really is. Pretty some, much. That's what it sounds like. That really is. That's, a, that's very Los Angeles I mean, we County should be fair. Hearing, we should be hearing about uh, Diggs or somebody saying that they saw this at the uh, L.A. County Fair or something, you know. Well, no, this Orange County something... Fair is in person this year, so yeah, I saw that. just walk on over, right. and they can have that at uh, Costa Mesa, so, because <laughs> that sounds gross. I'm not, for me personally, it, it does nothing for me. That's going to be That's kind of disgusting. I just, I, I just want, I just saw it, and I just wanted to mention it, because it, it really was like, what? Butter? What? Did, uh, I miss, did I miss what else we wanted to talk about? We ran through a bunch of stuff. Uh, didn't the article say something about a, a, a new type of mint julep or seasonal, new... some kind of seasonal yeah, stuff? Yeah, seasonal. Oh, okay. To go with the beignets. <laughs> the I have to be beignets. honest. I'm not really a big fan of the the beignets. Thank you. I just they they sound good in theory, but every time I've had them, I just feel there are better desserts at Disney than the you beignets. I mean. The mint julep. Because they're that, not real beignets. Yeah, well, and, and the ones at the jazz kitchen are better. That, that's what everyone's told The ones at jazz kitchen are authentic beignets. The ones inside the park, and some these guys have probably heard me have this rant already. Yep, this is the, like the fifth, <laughs> sixth time. The ones in the park are not real beignets because when you bite into a real beignet, there isn't supposed to be a gigantic space that you could take and fill with uh, fudge or mousse or some other thing where it would have been better if they had filled them because then they would actually taste good but no beignets are supposed to be fluffy and like beignets are a donut yeah you bite into a donut and expect there to be a gigantic hole in it no you don't it's a donut (laughs) well a beignet is a a fried southern donut and it's just a square and, and when you bite into it it should be nice and fluffy inside and it should be actually edible and taste good not 
these whatever these are. I've had better shitty beignets from I think it was uh, Popeyes or something. <laughs> Somebody had these shitty beignets. They weren't that good, but they were better than the beignets inside Disneyland. But yes, if you want good beignets, go to Jazz Kitchen. If you want even better beignets, go to New Orleans. I didn't, I didn't mind them at Disney, but it was all about the topping. Yeah. So if you give me the, the candy cane ones, just a mountain of freaking stuff they poured on there, I was like all about that. Because you'd have this big old pile left over after you ate the beignet. And you'd be like, okay, let me scoop this up and continue to eat it. Yes, like, it's the, just like eating the, sugar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just felt like there were way better Disney treats than the beignets. They just they didn't really do it. Now, I used to love the mint julep. I hadn't had it in a few years, so I know that they've changed yeah. it. But it's not green. I know it the color's so not even the same. Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> it tastes a bit different. I, I can tell you that. I, yeah, I drink that shit every time I'm there. And it just, I don't know, it was more sugar or what, but it's not the green mint julep that you all know. And miss. Now, granted, the green mint julep is not authentic. The clear but mint julep is authentic. So I don't know if they're trying to make a, an authentic mint julep, but it's not working because there's no alcohol in it. So instead of having the old green mint julep, which actually had flavor and it tasted like something, I mean, because if you have a real, if, if if you've ever had a real real mint julep, like the alcohol. alcohol in it, it doesn't taste anything like the old yummy nope. green uh, mint julep. It probably tastes more like the new shitty mint julep, but that's because there's no alcohol in that one. Well, and I didn't go to Disney for authenticity. Like, you don't right. go to Epcot and think you visited all the freaking world. <laughs> I mean, you go there for the Disney experience, not because you really think you're going to Morocco. So, like, Disney, just what? bring back the green syrup deliciousness. Yes. And let's not try to be authentic. Like, it's Disney. It's I'm not like, I'm not there for the authenticity. Or at least I they could pull a, or at least they could do a new Coke thing and say, here, you can have the old uh, uh, um, Mindula Classic. In, but only in the uh, Blue Bayou. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or classic. Don't they serve it? Um, what's the one that's outside? The other restaurant. Yeah, the window. No, 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 no. The other, no, not that one. The one across from it. Well, the French Market. Yeah, you can get it. I, I like you get to get the French Market because you can get free refills on the Mindula. <sighs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, in, inside the French Market. Yeah. The actual restaurant itself? I didn't yeah. know that. Interesting. Uh, so I used to try to sit at the edge, and I'd just get the sides of fries and just <laughs> Mormon julep. That's it. Oh. <laughs> Sheesh. Damn, I miss the park now. Uh, I miss the parks for uh, just the atmosphere. Yeah. Like somebody said today, I was watching somebody do a live stream at Downtown Disney, and they were like, well, what do you miss most? Like, what do you want to do first? And they said, I really just want to get a drink and sit down and, like, watch the world go by. And I'm thinking, that's what I liked about going to theme parks. Like, yeah, I like the rides. I like the shows. But honestly, like, sometimes just sitting there next to a body of water or, you know, next to a rock formation um, and seeing the Disney cats or, you know, whatever, and, and just watching people on vacation, watching the dynamics of people um watching like at knots i like how they have the crowd actors like that's really cool i wish disney would bring that back uh and bring back a lot of their entertainment um because some of us don't some of us aren't planning a disney trip to just pack in as many rides as humanly possible 
some of us go to Disney for the actual theming and to to have that experience with actors and entertainers, musicians. It's like not that's the part that I liked. Not sitting in Zocalo all night or sitting in Tomorrowland Terrence for the entire evening. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> would we, Anthony? I, I, I was gonna say, Gina, you know, there's certain people. <laughs> certain people would say that people who buy annual passes just to sit at Tomorrowland Terrence and uh, watch the bands are stupid. But I don't know who that person would be, and I don't know what kind of person would buy a Disneyland annual pass just to watch the bands. Oh wait, I do know those kind of people. <laughs> anyway, hey, and by the way, good they're music. stupid. <laughs> Can't argue that one. <laughs> Okay. That's an inside joke that you don't understand, Gina, but maybe <laughs> Hank can explain it to you sometime. That's that's <laughs> us. <laughs> I, w- I was I was on, I was getting the vibe. I was getting what you were putting down. <laughs> We'd be sitting there and then be like, you know what? Let's go get on pirates. Okay. Who wants to get on pirates? I'll go. No, I'll be here. Okay. <laughs> go get on pirates. I, I have to force their asses or put a bed on them just to get them on a ride. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and uh, that's like so that was the beauty of having or is the beauty of having an annual pass to anywhere. Like I'm considering getting an annual pass to Universal, even if I just go four or five times a year just to have it. So then that way you're not rushed. It's like, okay, like when we go to Knott's, we'll go in the morning. We'll get a coffee, obviously pre-Rona because now we all wear masks, but we'd get a coffee, wander around, wait a little while, see some shows go on the train, which is like the world's slowest attraction, but a good time. You know, it's like one uh, goat. My husband really likes the rocks, the geode shop at knots where we yeah. take 10 bucks, go see if we got a cool rock. It's like, that's the stuff that like I miss is just being able to go there when I felt like it on a Sunday morning, just to enjoy the day. Um, and that's what I'm hoping we can get back, like that sense of normalcy. It's like, yeah, I like going on a ride too, but there's something about just sitting, like you said, just sitting in Tomorrowland Terrace, taking in, looking at bands, listening to live music, drinking a drink, and watching the world go by. And it's like, those are good times. So I got an early morning. I just want a Ronto rap. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Ronto rap. I, I got an early morning text. Um, over the weekend or on Friday from Michael who said, man, I woke up and this is what I see. And it was the article about the expansion. Oh yes. Uh, of stuff. Now, granted, I didn't, I'm going to need you guys to take point on this cause I didn't look too much into it, but the clickbait article that I saw first said, Oh, possible third gate. Cause everything, you know, is a possible third gate. Um, but the expansion. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just... You know how long I've been hearing about the third gate? Wait, you know how long it... I was hearing about the third gate before we were hearing about a second gate. You remember the second gate that was supposed to be at the at the uh, Queen Mary and Spruce Goose? One of you <laughs> remembers that. Man. Oh, I am man, just... That's the old one. Yeah, that's a... That's... That's that's oh. a deep cut right there. Did anybody mm. actually look into... I didn't look into that. I, I saw it. I looked oh. at the map. I, I, Michael pointed a couple things out to me, but I hadn't actually, and I told him, you know what? I saw that. I saw a clickbait ass title that was like third Who's gate. That from? At that point, uh, it, I saw. Well, let's not, let's not. He so was going to go I, there. I didn't really research it myself so much as like, 
it would come up in my YouTube vlogger feed because, you know, they all talked about it, like all 80 million of them. But this is what I ascertained from it. Um, it. Basically, Disney's like, hi, we would like to expand. And now the city of Anaheim knows how important and valuable we are to your city. So why don't you think about approving this for us? Shall you? And the city of Anaheim is now going to mull it over. So it's not anything. Nothing is in the works. Nothing is set in stone. Disney is going to Anaheim, the city, and saying, hi, post-Rona, we're really important, right? So take a look at these plans and tell us what you think. So if the city of Anaheim, and right now the mayor of the city of Anaheim is very pro-Disney. Um, All of a sudden. Yeah, go figure, right? But he's really pro-Disney, and so if it passes the city council, whatever, then at that point it would move on to the next stage, which is the environmental um, like they have to go through all the environmental stuff and what it would impact. It would make a lot of sense if Disney were to expand. I don't know where they're going to put all these cars. Are we going to build like a 20 story parking structure? Whatevs. Well, the last but, parking um, didn't work out. Yeah. And the last so didn't work but out. that land is still there. Right. And so basically it would be like, I remember when DCA was a thing, like before that, that's where we parked. And I remember when they were talking about that second park, a lot of people didn't want it to happen. I mean, it was a long, long time ago, but I I remember, because I lived over there, some people didn't want it to happen. Well, you're going to get people who want this to happen and some who don't want it to happen. But Anaheim really does need Disney. So I would be, it would be interesting. I don't think it's all going to happen. But I think some type of expansion w will occur at some point. Um, what is this? What now. is this area? Um, this is what I didn't look at. I didn't look at any of these maps very well. What what area does this take over? Because I know it's existing, their existing property. But what does it actually take over? I believe it's the employee parking lot. Where do they say? It starts from the. The Toy Story lot, and it covers from that all the way to Catella, the whole area, everything. Wait, that's where they're talking about all the, the parking. To put the, the yeah. gate is on mm. is on K lot and Toy Story. All of that. Oh well, I mean it's a it's a it's a they could easily take that area and then just start buying up some other businesses around it and make that area bigger. So I mean it's 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 definitely possible that that. That area was has been talked about in the past as a third gate. This isn't the first time that's been talked about. That's not even the first time in the area of me podcasting that that's been talked about as a third gate. So, I mean, it, ha it hasn't been that long ago, so it's not really that surprising. Yeah, but the, the question then becomes is, yeah, then they definitely need that other parking structure over there at Pumbaa. I still, I'm looking at a map, and I can't make any damn sense of what it's showing me. Well, supposedly in the in the plans... Um, you know, the, the gate that they had over their plan, which is the, the community, you know, all of them scrapped it. It says on their future uh, parking structure, so they're going to throw that in the mix, probably. If you see, if you see the, one of the diagrams that they have on the site, it shows, um, right there, right by Simba parking lot, the, the little square area that they had, uh, in the first plans that we saw. So that's, that's what they're planning on expecting if they open that whole section on, uh, that's supposed to, the expansion connection, which I call it. 
So, I mean, that's the only way they're going to be able to do it to uh, do that. And they're just going to do anything they can and try to milk anything and everything they can and use this, just see what they can get away with. And if they can't, then they're going to push a little bit. But I think that I think they're going to get a good percentage of all this. Because, again, this is the most opportune time for them. Because Anaheim is hurting badly, and a lot of those businesses surrounding Disney are closing. And that's, economically speaking, Anaheim's in for a rough one. Disney can really market and monopolize on this and and work it to their advantage, especially because, as I said, the mayor of Anaheim right now is very pro-Disney, and this is their time. And there's... A few years ago wasn't working because Anaheim was working against them, saying, we don't need you, we're fine, you know, you think you've got a big head, and then the Rona hits, and they were like, oh, hi, we actually do need you, come back, okay, now we're going to go to the government because we need you so badly, and it's a lot of the housing around there, um, a lot of the apartments around there, like, who's to say that that's... You know, they, there's a lot of economics that goes on in, in Anaheim, and, and now's their now's their time to shoot their shoot their shot. So obviously, none of this is approved, and none of it is even yeah. looking to go to be in any kind of plans until as early as 2023. So you still got it's going to take a very time. long time. Like nothing. If anyone has tried to ever do anything with the city they understand and know that it is a bureaucracy of epic proportions. And even Disney is going to have to jump through the correct hoops. So this is their Disney put it out there. And of course, a lot of, a lot of people who love Disney jumped on it as though it was like spoken word of God is law. And that's not what happened. (laughs) Basically Disney's like, Hey, this is what we want to do. Go tell the city of Anaheim that you want it. And now the city of Anaheim, it's the ball is going to be in their court. I think personally that the city of Anaheim, they're pretty ripe for for agreeing to a, a big chunk of this. Maybe not all of it, but you know a good portion of it. But then it still has to move on to the environmental impact. So this is not a done deal. It's not even like it's not even a pre-done deal. This is this is one man's dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, the difference here, as opposed to the hotel and uh, things like that, where like Disney is paying for this, this isn't in, in partnership with the city, which is where the hotel deal f- fell apart. As soon as they decided to move it, the 15 feet or 50 feet or whatever it was. <laughs> no, but the uh, eastern the eastern gateway was being paid for by Disney completely, and that was still also nixed by the uh, <laughs> with. Uh, with the help of all of the aforementioned business owners on Catella that are probably now uh, not even there anymore are the same ones who cried about the Eastern Gateway and how it was going to affect them because it was going to cause a bridge. And those people weren't going to walk by their businesses that are now closed down anyways. Oh, I think that a lot Captain of times, Captain Kids you know, can stay closed. Right. <laughs> and I think a lot of times small businesses, you know, we we want to support small business, but we're still a large capitalist place, and we still have large corporations. And as m- the mom and pop places need to understand, especially around Disney, it's a sim- it's not a symbiotic relationship. Disney does not need them; they need Disney. 
And so, like, I would never go to that area of Anaheim if Disney didn't exist. There's literally nothing there that I want. Like, I can go to an ice cream shop way closer to my house. So the only time that a lot of people are traveling down there is if they're they're going to Disney. And because Disneyland is not Disney World, a lot of people stay off property. And if you're staying off property, you're going to walk by all of those businesses exactly. going to and from. So I didn't understand their complaints. They kept saying, oh, the bridge is going to bypass us. No, it's not. People are still going to walk up and down that street all day, and you're still going to get the same business, if not more, than you would have if you had uh, not complained and caused that Eastern Gateway to break down. So it's like it's really dumb. You guys are stupid. And then now you're paying the price. If you would have allowed the Eastern Gateway to open, I mean, we still would have had Corona. That wouldn't have, who knows, maybe some butterfly wings thing and the Eastern Gateway would have kept Corona from happening. I don't know, but it's just, <laughs> um, you know, it's just that it's just that you know, it's no matter what, those businesses ended up getting screwed. Instead, they just screwed themselves over. And when they could have gotten more business or something like that in the interim, anyhow, because the Eastern Gateway would have probably have opened by the time Corona, if and it would have been it. allowed to go through. And that's a really good like talking point for Disney to to get more support. Disney is a home park for the most part, right? Well, if they expand, it's going to make them bigger and we're going to get more, maybe even West Western states or from the Pacific coming to Disney instead of bypassing us and going to Disney world. Again, Disneyland, nobody wants to stay at the host. Those hotels are astronomically expensive when you can easily just stay like across the street in the best Western. So Disney can have that conversation like, oh, hey, if we expand, we're going to get way more. um, We're going to get a lot more tourism, and that's only going to be helpful for you. Can I throw out a wild, wild thing, and it probably will never happen. Would it, be, it would be awesome, and it would be the perfect opportunity for them to do it if they had a third gate, a fox park. Oh, so like we want Mashland or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? It's Anastasia. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. I mean, you have all those properties. It's like, well, you 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 have several properties that are like perfect for uh for uh theme park atmospheres. You could even do a few, a couple different lands, you know, and, and it could be an adult park, the adult park that DCA never really turned into, other than the fact that they have alcohol. They could, you know, they, you can have Alien. You could have, uh, I don't know what else, uh, Die Hard. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, uh, die Hard, die die hard would be Come the on. Christmas overlay. I could do, you could do a whole, you could do a, I, I could probably, it'd barely be cool to, you could do a whole park around Alien. That would never happen. But, I mean, come on. It's, it's that stuff like that, it needs to be done. And that would be, the perfect opportunity for them to do a third part. They've put every, they've done everything in Florida has been, it's, it's been done. They can't replicate what's in Florida because that would be dumb. It's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to bring the whole entire avatar land no. and put it, and put it there? That'd be stupid. It looked almost like they were going to do like a Peter Pan, like Neverland section. And I was like, mm, it, I don't know if that it's now is the right time to have a Peter Pan section. Frozen got thrown out there too. Yeah, I, I like that, that. 
you know, now if down if the if the Rona did anything, it showed that people are willing to go to a a downtown Disney Disney Springs version. You know, like how they have in Florida, they have Disney Springs. If they even could expand the shopping or put in more Disney specific stores um, and just even expanded downtown Disney a little bit, I still think I, that would even get a lot of foot traffic in. Maybe extend, expand. Here's an idea expand downtown Disney into the neighboring areas and incorporate more of the local businesses into that shopping district and make it feel safer because people feel safe at Disney. And I don't know if you've been to downtown Anaheim, but I wouldn't exactly call it like a really safe area. No, I said, I actually said, and I don't know if Dan or Michael remembers me saying this a couple of years ago. I said that um, it would actually be a really good idea for them to expand uh, downtown Disney it could be the size of the one uh, the Disney Springs because if they expand it across the street and take over um what garden is it called walk. yeah garden walk and and redesign that to be part of downtown Disney and then also then I think at the time I'd also talked about taking over part of the parking lot and making that a big old thing over there also you could have a gigantic network of uh downtown Disney going and then put sky bridges and shit connecting and then you can do like you do in uh, downtown or Disney Springs and where you could walk or even a uh, city walk in Florida. I don't know who's been on and who's been the city walk in Florida. Uh, it's it's uh, very expansive because it's connected and kind of like the way that it's kind of plugged into different places is really neat. Better than our city walk, I think. But, um, yeah, they could have done something like that. And they still can, even if they put a, a third. This is your way to connect to that third gate is by taking over garden walk and connect your downtown disney to over there and then you create a sky bridge over on that side that leads to the other park and then that part of downtown disney becomes your hub in the same way that the end of uh you know the same way that it does at like city walk or even you know like it does now but then you can go have one end and the other yeah i i i would like i personally like i love this i love orange county i've grown up here my whole life was here, and I would love to see Anaheim uh, get better. And I, I personally feel that Disney, though they're a corporation, whatever, I really feel Disney is a positive thing. Do I feel that they have some downfalls? Yeah, of course, obviously. Every, every company does. But I think that Disney is a positive uh, is a positive to Anaheim and that they if they worked with the city and the city was willing to work more with them Disney could really bring Anaheim up and they have tried to build upscale lofts down there and bring up a lot of the value of the properties um and so yeah they have a lot you know there's poverty there and there's no homes for the people who work there and that's something that needs to be worked on and they can work with the city and say okay let's look at low income housing for a lot of our employees that is safe and not a hotel because the hotel kids are, that's a big deal over there. But Disney has such an opportunity and the coronavirus and the shutdown showed Anaheim how much they need Disney. Now's the perfect opportunity to make Anaheim better. And, and I really feel that this could be good depending on how they work with it. So I don't know as of now though, 
it's not what everyone thought it was on Twitter. Like, man, did I see every social media explode with Disney's expanding. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, another <laughs> thing about Anaheim to take into consideration, too, is the Angels. Uh, the, the Anaheim, actually, just there was a uh, period, uh, what, about a year and a half ago when the Angels, when Anaheim thought they were going to lose the Angels, too. Yes. When the Angels were threatening to go to Long Beach. Yep. Yeah. So there was a big kind of the, the, uh, the, and they, they already had spent a lot of money on all those lofts over there by, uh, by, uh, Angel Stadium. And so Anaheim had to have been sweating pretty hard. And this is after they had already turned down all of Disney's stuff. And then all of a sudden the Angels and stupid, uh, what's his name? I can't stand the, Moreno. Yeah. Artie Moreno is yeah. such a, piece of garbage uh but um then all of a sudden he's like oh i'm gonna move us i'm gonna move the team to long beach and you know anaheim was shitting bricks and i told you when we were talking about that i told you it would never happen he was just threatening shit and he like people got and he he tried to capitalize when he was like the los angeles angels of anaheim and you know as somebody who again born and raised in orange county Oh, we we were that. Angels fans. Yeah. Like, that's just what we were. And and Orange County is not L.A. County. Yeah, Angels fans hate that. vastly different in Orange County. They, people in Orange County do not want to be associated with L.A. I grew up on the border of L.A., Orange County, so I, I don't particularly care. Hey, you're preaching to the but, fire. I'll, they'll always be California Angels to me, to, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. It, <laughs> just ridiculous. It doesn't even but, like Anaheim. <laughs> when they were Anaheim but, Angels. But that whole area, nope. like, Anaheim... When we were kids, Anaheim was Anna Slime. Like, that's just, it was gross unless you were at Disney. And honestly, there's there's parts of Anaheim that's great, and then, like, any city. And But the area around Disney, if you're not in Disney or even, or just, like, maybe Garden Walk right there, I don't really want to go there. So I'm not feeling that safe. Like, I like Disney. I like Disney. I don't, I don't get, um, I don't get, overly excited when they announce that they're reopening to the point where I'm crying because I might see the monorail. Like you, <laughs> you can be just a normal person who enjoys the amusement park. Dance lab already know. disappeared into the background. <laughs> I'm only laughing because it's true. It would be like, uh, Oh my God, husband, the monorail. You know, the only way I would like cry, the only way literally I would cry it. is if they announced somehow miracle. I know this isn't going to happen, but this is my fantasies. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. If they announced that the People Mover was going to be active yes. the day Disneyland opened, then yeah. I'd be like, I think I might cry. I just, my husband and I want to. How'd you know to... what I was going to say, Dan? Because everybody wants the People Mover and the Skyway, and I've been hearing it oh, for years. That was really fun, people too. Mover, I remember man. the buckets. Come on, People Mover. <laughs> and I have done it before. Don't understand the the significance or the nostalgia for the People Mover. It's what we got on when we wanted to cool off because I wanted to see the Tron thing, and that was about it. But that's, that's what I loved about it. Like, I <laughs> loved the fact that it was just – it was long. Like, the people mover was long, and it was chill, and you could just, like, have a moment to decompress without a lot of stimuli, like – a lot of Disney rides oh, are a lot. you got a, a different like, kind of stimuli. I'm sure people got a different but, kind. But it well, was a, it I, yeah, was a I'm change sure of scenery from pretty, the train. <laughs> I'm, I'm very straight edge. Like, I, I mean, I don't care. Like, 
do whatever drugs and alcohol you want. I just don't personally do them because I'm a control freak. Um, so I'm weird that way. But um, like I know a lot of friends who get high and do all that (laughs) stuff before they went. But honestly, yeah, I mean it's cool. Like I was always the one who drove you guys, so like it's cool. Like all my friends would give me money, and I drive them to places, and I was at least they knew they weren't gonna die because I was sober. But um. Like, now I feel like the only real air-conditioned or calm, like, chill places at Disney, what are you going to do? Go to Small World and be harassed by little talking dolls singing to you for the entire ride? I mean, it's... I have napped on that ride. It's just... I have napped in there and I have napped in the Tiki Room. Exactly. That was the point of the People Mover. It's like I said, you could only ride the train so much. That's why the People Mover was good, because it wasn't the train. All right, I'll give you that. And I really liked the the sky, like, back in the day when you got on at Fantasyland and you went across the park. Like, I still, as I can still, like, close my eyes and imagine myself sitting in that stupid bucket with my dad and my sister and, like, staring at everybody and thinking, I can spit on them. Because, you know, that's what we did because we were horrible children. Speaking of the train, we're way off the rails. I don't know how this got all over well, the I place. mean, that's all right. We're pretty much done. So yeah. That's how you I think I was going to ask you if you wanted to say anything about Winter Soldier. Have you seen Falcon and Winter Soldier? Oh, yeah. I, it's pretty good. I mean, what else can I say? Uh, have you seen it? I have. Oh. Have you guys seen Falcon? I just wanted to get your thoughts uh, about uh, Isaiah Bradley. Had you heard of him before? Or was he a uh, kind of like one of those things? Oh, I know that's supposed to be somebody, but I don't understand it. Isaiah Bradley, you have to. Which was? The guy, the the old man that they go to see. Oh, no, I don't know anything about him. Yeah, that was the, uh, that comes from a story from the early 2000s. It was called Truth. Uh, in which it it chronicles the story of the actual first Captain America, okay. who was a uh, young black man who they um, recruited, quote unquote recruited, uh, who basically became the first black uh, superhero by becoming the first Captain America, and uh, but then you know things being history being history, he was treated shitty, and of course they had to introduce. He was just a guinea pig to then be lead the way for Steve Rogers. Interesting. So that's that's the setup for that. Is that uh, I don't think that origin is the same. It, it seems from the dialogue that he was created after Steve. Yeah, time wise doesn't then, match up because so, it, uh, he said something about Korea. Well, but that doesn't mean anything because Steve would have served in Korea had he not went under ice. That's true. So. I mean, Steve would have been serving forever as uh, long as he was around. So no, but I mean, I mean from Steve that, serving they, in World War Two. You have to think about the military, though. If if they have this guy, they lose their they lose they lose their a their a Captain America, and then they have to fall back to the guys that they didn't really want to use. So man, they're falling back to those guys. So you have to figure that that's why they did have to be in service. So okay, but, uh, yeah, it's it, it's an interesting. Uh, uh, thing that they're introducing that and we'll see what kind of because uh, it seems that there's a lot of emphasis on on race and stuff in this series so we'll see where that goes the whole uh scene with the bank was uh very enlightening and uh <laughs> i guess a lot of people um up in the uh main offices at marvel uh kind of uh <laughs> opened their eyes at that scene you know the one i'm talking about with uh yeah, try to get the loan. sister yeah yeah when they're trying to get the loan. 
So well, even the one on the street where the kid called him Black Falcon. He's like, "Why did you call me that? Because I'm black." <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Well, yeah." He's like, oh, "So I should just call you Black Kid because you're a kid." Like, I mean, right. it was funny, but you saw. Now that you say that, I'm like, "Yeah, it's there. It's there. Right. There's some. There's some definite that." And then the, the whole mental health thing because of the therapist with uh with Bucky. So it, it's a different type of watch, but and I like how they throw in the moments of comedy between the two characters. Because there is there. Because people always be like, well, it's kind of buddy cop. No, it's not really buddy cop, but they do have their moments together. Where they have their, it's two, two people that are very different, that have something in common being Steve, who are trying to get along, so they do have their moments of comedy. Right. And keep in mind that, uh, that, um, well, this seems like a contrast after having watched, uh, the, uh, the wackiness and, uh, deepness of WandaVision. Keep in mind, this was actually supposed to come first. Yeah. This was supposed to come out in August of last year, but because of production delays, uh, it ended up getting pushed, and then Wanda ended up going, coming first, because it was really supposed to go this in August, and then Wanda in December or January, so they just ended up leaving Wanda basically where it was, and then pushing this to after, so now we're going to get that boom, boom, boom of Loki right after this. And uh, I actually read an article the other day because the problem is, is that Marvel is kind of almost screwing themselves over by having these series almost on schedule, but their movie slate is almost completely a year behind because it was pointed out that you're, uh, we were supposed to get Doctor Strange and the, um, multiverse, and the multiverse of, of Madness, madness in, <laughs> in uh, this month or last month, this month, March. We were supposed to get it March. It was we, we to haven't even seen Black Widow yet. We haven't even seen Black Widow yet, but we were supposed to have be seen, uh, have watched WandaVision, and then go right into seeing what happens with Wanda in Doctor Strange. But now we have to wait until a whole entire year before we see what happens with that. And then so everything's pushed back a year. So that makes, you know, we're going to watch these shows and then kind of have to wait a while before we see whatever the payoff from the shows is going to be, whether it be uh, Wanda whether it be Sam and uh, Bucky or whether it be uh, Loki and uh, and Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh, so that's where we're at. Uh, I think that's a good spot. We talked about a lot of stuff uh, going on there. Yeah, I think that's it. Anybody last words for anything before we kind of take it from there? Uh, I hope the tickets are not expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, in a, actually, now that we're, as we record this, it's the last day of March, which means I gotta go finish watching uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, yeah, I gotta watch that. Yeah, but we should hear, I would think within the next week or so, how tickets are gonna go on sale. Cause you know, the next time we talk, I'm sure about, we'll talk about how much of a mess getting tickets to opening of Disney is gonna be. Cause that's what I fully anticipated to be a huge mess. Um, of everybody trying to get stuff. So we should hear... For, actually, for most of the parks, huh? Within the next week or so, we should hear uh, oh, yeah. things for tickets for I'm most gonna of the parks. I'm going to try to get tickets to Universal. I, I'm not going to try to do it for, like, opening weekend or anything, but I am going to go on... They start selling tickets on the 8th. I put something in my phone to, like, go on there. So I'm going to try... I'm not... I wasn't a pass holder or anything, so I'm... Um, I'm going to see if I could just get two tickets to go to Universal for some time in May or June... Um, because I would like to go. We were supposed to go before everything shut down and we didn't get the opportunity. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Sounds good. Unless you got anything else, call it.